This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Beta Alpha, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of the Sweet Valley High TV series, episode by episode. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And this week, we're meeting the man of my screams. <laughs> what a title. I mean, I feel like they're back on form now with the titles. Oh. I've had a few iffy ones, but this one I like. Uh, so I also like it. And now we've seen it, um, it kind of makes sense, which yeah. it really was confusing us last week <laughs> we did not know who this man might be who's who's screams <laughs> but we will soon see mm. and uh i mean in retrospectively having watched it we can figure you know the relationship between the title and the plot from the blurb um so here's the wikipedia one Todd suspects that Elizabeth likes co-worker Peter and has Manny and Winston spy on her. Todd Todd then attempts to share Elizabeth's own interests, but he just can't get into it. He just doesn't fucking even bother. Anyway, (laughs) Jessica has romantic feelings about Shred that just won't go away. They sure won't. Can you share the Amazon blurb? I can. Although I will say, you know, for as long a blurb as it is for Wikipedia, it's actually not as incorrect as the longer ones tend to be. It's actually, I mean, apart from underplaying Todd's lack of interest, it's True. actually pretty accurate, to it's be honest. Good. Although, to be fair, Jessica's romantic feelings aren't exactly voluntary either, which that does no. kind of suggest. Or romantic, yeah. more just purely sexual. <laughs> It's like, yes, mostly horrified, but also kind of sexual. <laughs> uh, well, horrified Amazon- horniness, basically. That's her feelings. <laughs> that is exactly it. Um, okay, the Amazon one is super short. They all tend to be, it seems like, anyway, because it is simply, Jessica has recurring dreams of kissing Shred. She sure does. <laughs> well... We begin this adventure in the Cassadale Wakefield, where Todd is angrily peeling an orange. <laughs> just, it's like it's just default mode, isn't it? It's just he can't do anything. He just opens doors angrily, fucking oh. and waves at people angrily. It's just his setting, like as always. Seriously, come back, old Todd. All oh is forgiven. God. Who would have thought like, we would ever be saying those words? He had, like this new Todd makes old Todd look as charming as David Niven. Like he. Had is he's so surly and rude and just obnoxious he's 
he's actively annoying me every time he's on screen. Same. The nostalgia for old Todd is just kind of ridiculous. Like, because at least old Todd had his moments where he'd be like, actually, he was quite good here. Or, you know, he'd deliver a dig at Jessica quite well. Or there'd be yeah. something that you could at least be like, you know what, we'll give him that. But Jesus Christ, this guy's really making it tough on us. <laughs> Like seriously, is like they did not make it easy for him, you know, as the as an actor coming hmm. in playing True. a familiar character. Yeah, again, probably, like it's like, not the did actors. Not make this lightest bit of effort to make this him is like, it. Yeah, I suppose we're, we're, whenever um, you have uh, the I mean, he's there peeling an orange and fish of rage. Might not always come across that way, but <laughs> yeah. So he's there with his angry orange, uh, but Liz <laughs> is also annoyed uh, with Jessica, who's basically, you know, demanding assistance at, at all times. Yeah, apparently Jessica fell asleep in her mud mask, uh, so Liz had to help her chisel it off her face. <laughs> and then she also blew out the power for the whole neighbourhood with her 10,000 watt hairdryer, which apparently she got custom made. Yeah. She even, I presume she's joking, but uh, she does say, yeah, we use it as like a leaf blower at weekends. Uh, but Todd is unamused by uh, by her attempts at levity. Oh, he sure is, because he uh, reveals he tried to call her last night. She's like, oh, where, you know, what were you up to? Because there was no answer. And of course, she was at the least professional <laughs> internship ever known. Another one. <laughs> I mean, I am enjoying the synergy, but yeah. <laughs> yeah she was in one, there. one ridiculous internship to another. Well, this one keeps uh, teenagers in there till after midnight. Oh my God, so ridiculous. Yeah, but the way Liz phrases it is that we were there past midnight. So of course, Todd jumps on that immediately, which is so nitpicky. Like, And he's like, yeah. oh, so you and Peter are we now with the like in very dramatic inverted commas. Uh, and Liz is just like, oh my God, don't start, please. <laughs> And then he says, in what I can only describe as a very sinister fashion, that, that it's like, not starting anything. I'm just happy it's working out so well for you in your internship. It's like, he sounds like a serial killer. It's really weird. Yeah, I kind of read it as just him being really insincere, like, and pointed oh, it with is, it. Yeah. And but it's, it's just, but yeah, but it could totally be sinister as well. Yeah. Like, you're right. Like, he just, it's, it's, he just physically cannot be happy for her ever. It seems yeah. like. And he says this in just a really sort of malevolent kind <laughs> of way. God. It's not even sort of like, oh, I'm very happy for you. Oh, I'm so yeah, yeah, like even sarcastic. Like, yeah. <laughs> So uh, he has some news. He's um, he's he is uh, clearly, you know, seemingly trying to sort of be a bit more uh, lighthearted. And hmm. he says he's in the final. He's a finalist for becoming team captain. Is that how it works? With someone called Scott Benson. Now, I thought this was an opportunity to drop a name that we hmm. know. Although saying that, like, I feel like Scott Benson is a really familiar name, but I just... It sounds like such a generic wasp name. (laughs) It would slot in perfectly to literally any book. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But Liz isn't really listening and then and turns to him and says, Hey Peter, I'm ready. Oh no. It's it's also it's really uh clunkily put in. Like it doesn't seem like a natural (laughs) moment where you would call your boyfriend by somebody else's name. But uh, She doesn't even realise what she said. Oh God, yeah. And this, yeah, this was bad because she does say it. And then Todd oh, yeah. is like, Todd is like, you just called me Peter. And she's like, what? No, I didn't. Don't be ridiculous. Um, so it's like, she doesn't realise she said it and then kind of insists that she didn't. And then Todd again, kind of humorlessly and vaguely threateningly is like, yeah, I must have imagined <laughs> <it> so. <Ugh>. so 
so they kind of head off out the door but like Todd is quite angry I mean he's always quite angry anyway but to really demonstrate this as they're leaving he squishes his orange in his fist of fury on the way out that the foodstuffs those fists of fury have crushed in a fit of rage he's crushed nachos he's crushing oh oranges very messy he's been flinging chips at people with those fists of fury. <laughs> you just want to stay out of the way when there's any food near his hands <laughs> god oh, the chip the chip flinging now makes me feel fondly towards old Todd there as well go. suddenly it's endearing <laughs> <laughs> what a turn of events couldn't see it coming well we cut to Sweet Valley Eye and shred rollerblades in and he's uh, he's singing a little tune that might be familiar to some 90s kids it's wonderful he is genuinely rollerblading through the halls of the school (laughs) singing the Power Rangers theme tune it is delightful I swear to god Saban just does not miss an opportunity for cross promotion (laughs) I mean you gotta hand it to them They've got a plan. (laughs) Well, uh, Shred loses control of his wheels, possibly because, you know, manoeuvring around crowds in a a school corridor isn't a great idea. And he crashes into Jessica, who pushes him away, saying, get off me, you creep. And he goes, the name's Shred, babe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jessica flings him away and he praises her moves. Well, this is it. She literally like throws him to the ground, and <laughs> and from the ground he looks up at her and goes, "Whoa, major body slam!" Ever think about hitting the pro wrestling circuit? <laughs> to which Jessica says, "Ever think about hitting the showers?" Oh, and, know. So Jessica, uh, and I think this is the first time that Jessica is wearing what is like seems to be her new look of a sort of jaunty neckerchief. Mm. She's got a few in this episode. She's kind of taken up the mantle of old Lila with the, uh, <laughs> with the <laughs> neckerchiefs and the jauntiness. <laughs> well, uh, she and Lila, uh, new Lila, head off down the corridor and an amused Lila says, I see you and Shard are getting close. <laughs> um, Jessica's horrified, but Lila says that the way they look at each other is très romantique. Mm, but Jessica is, of course, appalled. Uh, she's like, yuck, he smells like an aquarium. And I, I do don't know what that, that means. <laughs> I, I, but I find it, I think it's quite evocative. I don't know what an aquarium smells like either, but... Oh. <laughs> I mean, is it weed? Because that would make That's what I, that's what I wonder too. I was like, is this like in American TV shows when it's like the planetarium is where people are always stoned? <laughs> it's like, is it the aquarium in Sweet Valley? I don't know. <laughs> Well, Winston rushes to Shred's aid and uh, he says that Jessica's would harsh Wilmer uh, <laughs> and wonders what he did to her. But uh, Winston says, says he's uh, clearly caught her eye. Oh, God. Yeah. For some reason, Winston is like, oh, you made her want you. That's what it is. And Shred wonderfully <laughs> says, no, no way does that violent femme dig me. <laughs> My notes here were just like, I love him. <laughs> Same. <laughs> What a reference. <laughs> that little fam shout out. Well, Winston says, oh, basically, she's always like that. And Shred is confused by females. <laughs> <laughs> Winston, like, it says a lot about Shred that I can 
overlook him using the word females. This is the thing. Girls. When Shred uses it, it feels more like his kind of surfer talk than yes. being weird and creepy about women, you know? <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. sort of in the same vein as, as calling her a Wilma and a violent femme. <laughs> yeah, it all kind of slots into that. And it's it's all, yeah, the intent feels very different. Yeah, so it's, exactly. I, I was fine with that. <laughs> same. Uh, well, anyway, Winston says that Shred has to remember the sim- simple formula when it comes to Jessica. The nastier she is, the more she likes you. But Shred thinks that's bogus, so bogus because he's not into pain. <laughs> but also Winston continues to be the terrible advice giver when it comes to women. So I mean, that's True. consistent. <laughs> Well, we cut to the moon beach where Winston, uh, now behind the bar because I was the counter, because I guess he like is at school all day and working that night. Poor Winston, he's run ragged with this place. It's like he's just teleporting around the place in every scene. It's <laughs> what are the child labour laws like in Sweet Valley? I mean, oh like... God, working interns till midnight, and now this poor child is running the moon beach just while he's <laughs> being in school. Too much to ask of anybody. He really is. Well, he asks a grumpy Todd if Liz will be joining him, and um, Todd is just cartoonishly sullen. Um, Because Winston's like, you know, is anything wrong? And Todd's like, yeah, it's called Peter. Um, But when Manny joins them, he can't believe that there could be trouble in paradise. Yeah, Manny's convinced that there's no way Liz would ever cheat on uh, on Todd the God. <laughs> Grim. If you say so, Manny. Todd the God. <laughs> well, uh, Todd tells what happened this morning about, you know, Liz calling him Peter. Mm-hmm. And Winston reveals uh, something. <laughs> Fucking shock twist. Winston has a brother? <laughs> Called Halston. God, yeah, so... So when Todd is complaining about Liz calling him Peter, Winston is like, that's nothing. My brother Halston. <laughs> My notes here were just like a question mark. <laughs> Apparently he was like the valedictorian uh, in his year and now he's off to college. But uh, in Princeton, Winston, no less. Oh, Princeton, that was it. Yes, he's all very impressive anyway. And uh, and apparently Winston's mother refers to him as Halston at least once a day. So Winston's trying to downplay this whole name calling thing and he's yeah. like, it's not a big deal. But obviously it's not quite the same when it's like your mom calling you by your brother's name as yes. your girlfriend calling you by somebody else's name. <laughs> very much not the same. Uh, but uh, and, and unsurprisingly, this doesn't cheer up Todd. But uh, Winston promises that he and Manny will go undercover and get the scoop on this. And Peter, and then says, "And never fear, this is Halston you're talking to." This won't find out. Yeah, he does actually catch himself. He's like, "This is Halston I mean, Winston. You're talking to." Who even calls himself by the wrong name? Poor Winston. Oh, oh, Mister and Mrs. Egbert. Like, well, Todd wishes them luck and stomps off. And uh, Winston says that the mission needs a super secret code name. And of course, Spy Master Manny comes up with the perfect secret uh, yes. mission. <laughs> He's got this. He suggests Operation Spy on Liz. <laughs> I mean, does exactly what it says in the tin. Oh my gosh, there you go. Well, we cut to the Casita Wakefield where Shred slurps out of a cereal bowl that says choice vittles <laughs> which made me laugh out loud honestly his vocabulary is great <laughs> and then we see Jessica <laughs> yeah there's this really weird camera angle that's like wildly high overhead it's a bit uh, Miss Kitty 
oh god it is you're right (laughs) (laughs) never forget Um, but yeah yeah, we see Jessica uh, at the oven and she it's basically Jessica in 50s housewife mode she's got like that's what my notes say yeah fully like flouncy lovely little dress Uh, her hair is all kind of not in her usual very complicated updo but in a much more traditional style um she's like taking cookies out of the oven uh and she turns and says oh reggie you know how i love to serve you <laughs> and then uh shred who is now holding a surfboard <laughs> suggests that they mash a little boy hits the waves and uh then they kiss and then of course we cut to jessica waking up screaming uh-huh. and <laughs> out of my screams hey <laughs> well luckily lila wearing her giant oh head of curlers and we can see under her coat her amazing shoulder padded quilted turquoise dressing gown i was so glad to see that again <laughs> same i hope it becomes a recurring motif me too. But she arrives with her dream book and Jessica is still traumatized because she says, I felt his webbed hands touching <laughs> my face. <laughs> but uh, Lila reassures her that, quote, spicy dreams about freakazoids are meaningless. Yeah, there you go. So Jessica's really relieved to hear this. She's like, oh my God, I'm so glad. I thought I had some weird twisted attraction to that sea urchin. <laughs> but also Lila's holding up her book uh, so we can get a proper look at it. And the title of her wonderful book <laughs> is Dream Analysis and Exorcism. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I did quite... not notice that. <laughs> I was delighted by that. <laughs> oh, shit, that's so good. Oh, Isn't please, that is going to hold episode about the exorcism part that would be, be the episode of my dreams honestly i was hoping that might come up again later but no such luck well, you know fingers crossed for a future episode see yeah. i was watching this episode on my uh laptop browser when i was at at my day job today in ireland's <laughs> national broadcasters so i had to keep slightly covering the screen with the word document so I uh, I may have missed a few visual moments. <laughs> but uh, anyway, after Lila says that Jessica uh, should worry, the only reason she should worry is if she keeps having the same dream. We cut to Jessica waking up the following morning, or night, I guess, and screaming once more. So clearly uh-huh. she is having repeated dreams about <laughs> sexy shreddas. <laughs> at school we cut to the school I guess that day I'm not sure how time is working now Manina's back at her baker boy hash hooray (laughs) yeah so Manny uh, comes up to her and says he wants to ask her something and Enid like she's so cute she's just like I'd love to (laughs) straight away (laughs) and she's like "Uh, you know uh, answer your question that is Um, so Manny wants to know if uh, if she would like to get together on Friday evening and Enid she's so adorable and all like nervous and jittery and kind of rambly and she's like yeah okay cool friday's good 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 friday but not good friday but yeah it's it's great i'll see (laughs) basically she agrees to meet him but just in a super roundabout way (laughs) i've got to say that she was reminding me of uh willow in early buffy oh god yeah i totally see that Mm -hmm. and this was a year before buffy started so you know 
Just leaving that there, people. Mm. Now that's a crossover. I would, <laughs> I would have liked to see. <laughs> well, we cut to the moon beach where Todd arrives to find Manny and Winston in full private eye mode, complete I... with trench coats and fedoras. What a treat. Oh my God. Because <laughs> like in the room, is, it's the pool room, I think, and it's all yeah, dark. It is. So he like switches on a light and he's like, what's going on in here? And yeah, it's the two lads. Like they're holding torches and everything. It's so overdone. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> um, I, I have so many questions now come to think of it about this. Like, did they own the trench coats already? <laughs> did they go out and buy them for this one-off caper like do they own the hats I know matching hats and fedoras and sunglasses each and tor- like they're so coordinated I love it <gasps> maybe they went to the Patman mansion and got uh, Bruce and Hank's matching Burberries oh my god it all ties together <laughs> well uh, the the dynamic duo I've got an actual dossier <laughs> wonderful they have like a proper folder like top secret and all like little red edging and framing on it's fucking great uh they went big on the props they really um, did so they have um they have a photo uh they showed out a photo of uh of liz and peter at work in the office uh, from their top secret folder uh, and they're like see look here he's like you know each of them are working hard no eye contact nothing going on at all here and it is a photo of like Liz and Peter like back to back at their desks working away yeah. and then Todd is like are you blind look how she's leaning towards him because Liz is leaning oh. back in her chair like a little bit yeah, you know but... she's looking towards his desk it looks more like she's about to take a pen off his desk or something yeah but, she's um, not like meeting his uh, you know no, not like locking not, eyes or not anything. at all but like Todd completely overreacts uh, oh, and he's like that's how we course. study together um, and the lads are like you are imagining things Todd he's, they're like check out exhibit B they're out for coffee and it's totally innocent and again Todd just reads into everything he's like innocent she's handing him a packet of sugar might as well be saying let me be your love slave <laughs> and Winston's <laughs> kind of like completely bamboozled and you can see him just mouthing the words love slave <laughs> honestly same Winston <laughs> in fairness though all the photos of whatever about let me be your love slave <laughs> um, the, the photos of Liz and Peter she is like gazing at him with you know a beaming mm. smile and you would possibly if you saw these photos and didn't know the backstory you might you would think they were on a date yeah true so, um, but anyway, Todd uh, certainly agrees. He thinks all these photos are full proof that she's cheating. It's even worse than he thought. Yeah. So he stomps off. And then the lads decide they're going to get cheeseburgers and charge it to their clients or their client. <laughs> yeah, because Manny's like, oh, should we go after him? When he kind of storms off and Winston's like, no, we're off the clock. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, lads. Yeah. <laughs> Hope he pays you. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, we cut to the office where Liz and Peter are huddled together over one laptop, uh, debating on, you know, how to edit the piece they're working on together because that's how their internship works. Yes. <laughs> Todd arrives in his hideous leather jacket mm. and says, oh, we need to talk in private. And Peter just stands there like a lemon and then finally <laughs> goes, oh, you want me to leave? I was like, <laughs> he's so him. Oh, God. But also, it's an open plan office. So it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you have to be the one to leave the room here if you want to talk to Liz, bring her somewhere else. Like, <laughs> I kind of happens later that he's left there. But anyway, <laughs> um, 
So yeah, Peter goes and uh, Liz is like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm on a deadline here. Hmm. Todd says, I won't stand around while you cheat on him. And this sets Liz off again. Oh God. Yeah, she's just like, you know, for the 50th time, we just work together. Uh, and Todd is like, you call this work? And like, throws, shows her the photos. And it's like, of course, Liz is now outraged. And it's like, as you would be. Like, you've yeah. been spying on me. Like, what the hell is all this about? Um, and he's like, well, you know, you're never with me. You're always here. What am I supposed to think? Uh, and Liz <laughs> is like, it's all so stupid. But Liz is like, look, this internship means a lot to me. That's what you should be thinking. Uh, mm-hmm. And she's, she's really kind of had it at this stage. And she's like, look, you don't care about me. All you care about is your stupid sports and your stupid jealousy. And she's True. right, to be fair. Because it's really more True. the fact that like, about like yeah him being cheated on than like Liz's happiness at all because he hasn't given a fuck about her internship even in the last episode when she got it like he didn't even look happy yeah. for her in the slightest like he's just no. been the worst all the way through this he absolutely has um so yeah when she says she can't believe they've stayed together so long I can't really believe it either because they have <laughs> nothing in common and never have honestly <laughs> So the sad guitar plays oh. as she leaves, uh, you know, leaving Todd in her <laughs> office. This is going to be so awkward when he goes. He has to leave. He has to go past her on his way out. I know. She's just hiding in the, behind a plant or something. <laughs> well, he dumps the photos in a bin, which, oh. where I'm sure the other workers are going to go, oh, hmm. what is that? Yeah. It's like spy photos of the interns. <laughs> what are these high quality, like large format <laughs> glossy photos doing here over two interns that's a bit weird those cost money to get printed well i hope todd was paying uh maddie and winston the big bucks yeah <laughs> well we cut to sweet valley high where a traumatized jessica tells lila that that i quote stringy haired swamp thing is invading her dreams every night in, in quite a variety of locations oh my god i love the variety to be honest uh, because yes she reveals she reveals that sometimes we're under a waterfall sometimes we're in a trailer park but one thing never changes we always kiss <laughs> 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 but I love how amused Lila is by all this because she just has a big kind of dramatic stretch oh. and she's like, oh, and I slept so well last night. <laughs> she's great. <laughs> by the way, Jessica is, this scene is also, I have noted, wearing another trademark neckerchief. Mm, Did not see the neckerchief coming as her signature look. Honestly, it's like, yeah, it's she's a new woman with that little bob haircut. Now she's, she's neckerchiefs all the way. <laughs> Well, Jessica reveals the Dream Shred has some nicknames for her, including Blonde Nectar. And <laughs> the other one is Shaka Jess. That's what I had to so snap, I guess. Yeah. And Jessica says, I don't know what they mean, but I hate them. <laughs> Lila is loving this, by the way. He's having such a good time, yeah. <laughs> so she looks at Jessica closely and is like, do I see eye bags? <laughs> and uh, Jessica stomps away in a rage and straight into Shred. And she says, uh, out of my way. And he completely delightfully goes, gladly, Cruella. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, yeah, my notes say the exact same thing. It's like, Shred, delightfully. <laughs> <laughs> Says gladly, girl. <laughs> it's 
were both so enamored with Shred. He's just lovely. We're so surprised by this I'm, development. Really, honestly, I'm just so glad that there's someone to offset new Todd being so unbearable. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they do the whole sort of like each, you know, trying to get out of each other's way, but yes. each going in the same direction. Same and yeah. finally she's like, um, you know, stop making you're making my life a living hell. And he goes, say it, don't spread, bloody. She calls him a little weasel. <laughs> God. Yeah, and then she kind of grabs him by the collar and like hauls him off to one side away from her. <laughs> and he's just like, babes, go figure. <laughs> I just love how chill and unbothered he is. He's great. Oh, no. It's delightful. So he goes into the loo and uh, he, he sees Winston and goes, Hey, Windex. I'm <laughs> loving this continuation of the calling him by the wrong name. <laughs> yeah, but it seems like now it's more good natured, like they're pals, kind of. Oh, yeah, just a very thing much so. <laughs> it's lovely. But also, I really appreciate how he refers to Jessica here because he just says, That evil twin has been high stepping on my karma all week. It's like, Yes, she is the evil twin. It's, I mean, if Marco wasn't going to exist in this timeline, at least we're acknowledging that Jessica is the next best thing. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Well, then Winston uh, says that this all proves that Jessica is uh, is after Shred. God, yeah, I'm not sure is Winston just like either reading this totally wrong or just like winding Shred up on Same, purpose. Same, yeah. It's not really clear what the, the motivation is here exactly. But um, yeah, he starts telling him, yeah, she must really like you. And that apparently he overheard Jessica saying she wants to really get serious with somebody. To like settle down, raise a big family, all this. And this does feel like it's just him winding up Shred at this yes, point. Yes, yes, this, um, this is true. And Shred is like, no way, wind dude. Because <laughs> his plans are to uh, to travel the world as Pearl Jam's primo roadie. <laughs> yeah, so he can't settle down until he's ticked that one off his bucket list. Winston says, you'd better hurry up with that. Because Jessica Wakefield doesn't take no for an answer. Hmm. And is the town motto. So. I mean, <laughs> and it's true. It is. <laughs> well, we cut to Todd actually apologizing to Liz, mm. uh, surprisingly, um, and he says, mm. and he says he wants to make it up to her, and so he wants to do stuff that she likes, and he's like, like, like reading and stuff. Like seriously, how did they ever get together? This is such a weird conversation as well because it feels like a couple who have been together for like two weeks and he's still kind of figuring yeah. her out rather than like they're a very long-term well-established couple at this point but it's also just yeah. like do you know her at all what is happening here? This is the thing because we're meant you know obviously there's plenty of couples who have similar who have very different interests but mm. like they can still respect each other's interests and yeah. sort of take an interest in them even if they don't share them themselves but he's yeah. just so like doesn't give a fuck. True. And it's it's just baffling. Like there's their their relationship as we see it here feels completely random and illogical. Um, but Liz doesn't think that she's touched, and he's like, "Well, what you know? What are your plans for tonight?" And she's uh, going to a little lecture. Yeah, yeah, just you know, <laughs> chill sixteen year old student stuff. <laughs> she's going to a lecture on ethics in journalism. Uh, yes. at the community centre so Todd is like okay he's like he's, he wants to come he loves ethics apparently so he's like I'll be there uh, so Liz is kind of touched by his like sudden enthusiasm for her interests so she's like okay cool I will see yeah. you there and as she heads off anyway he's kind of like to himself I just hope it ends before the Laker game and my notes were just like ugh <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like you can't make a tiny sacrifice for mm. one night toddles. Come on. Yeah. I, know, I can't even call them toddles. That's what no, it sounds affectionate. This is a different just... person altogether. <laughs> yes. Toddles used to be sort of mockery, but now <laughs> I, he doesn't deserve it. No, now it's just open contempt. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Well, speaking of open contempt, we go to the moon beach. Jessica says she's being haunted by Shred and uh, apparently Lila's dream book, I hope this is from the exorcism section, um, has a solution. Yeah, the only way to stop these dreams is just to face it head on. So Jessica's like, what do you mean? And Lila's like, you're going to have to kiss the skank boy for real. (laughs) And speaking of him, he turns up and I find this so funny. He strolls past the booth sort of behind them. And uh, there's this group of random girls and he says, oh, you're going to finish that? And then pick something up later and goes, mmm, tasty garnish. <laughs> eats it. And you hear one girl in- inexplicably in an English accent. Yes. <laughs> I didn't imagine that, right? No, no, she really was English. Yeah, I was yeah. very com- surprised and confused by that. Yes. Because she goes, he's so sexy. I have to get his number. Uh, and then he squirts ketchup all over his face and says he's a vampire. <laughs> I know because I'm Shredula, surf vampire. <laughs> oh, he's great. <laughs> he really is. And Jessica is hilariously horrified. Like I have to say that uh, that she's doing a fantastic comedy job here because her expression of horror is <laughs> truly spectacular <laughs> throughout this scene um so uh she's uh she's like i'm never kissing that but lila says uh, she has to if she doesn't want to watch the reggie horror picture show every night <laughs> love it <laughs> jessica says she'll have another way to find another way to break the cycle Oh God, yes, she decides that she'll do it herself and will achieve uh, breaking the cycle by just staying awake. (laughs) Oh, Jessica. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we we cut to Liz's room then, I guess later that evening, where Enid is all, is so happy. She's literally going like, Friday, Friday, Friday. (laughs) (laughs) She's buzzing. (laughs) She's so happy about her date with Manny that night. But Liz, and not in a mean way, uh, does question this uh, this rendezvous. Yeah, she does kind of ask her, look, are you sure that it's a date? Because I thought he was, you know, going out with this girl, Simone. Um, and Enid was like, yeah, so did I. But <laughs> And again, this is a thing that Enid used to do every so often where she just referenced some random family member. Because uh, she says, you know, as my great uncle, a- uncle Angus says, when a boy wants to see you on Friday, it's a date. <laughs> And I mean, in fairness, if he didn't have Simone from Big Mesa around, mm. it would be she would be forgiven for thinking it was a date. Mm. Yeah. Um. So Liz, I was like, oh my god, have they just forgotten the whole delightful chemistry between oh her and god. Shred? Same. <laughs> I was what really they... glad that Liz actually referenced it here. <laughs> she does. Um. Yeah. She she asks like, what's the story with you and Shred? And Edith says she does really like him, but Manny is her soulmate. Kind of like you and Todd. Oof. <laughs> yeah, because she does say, you know, we've known each other forever. Like you and Todd. And I can't imagine choosing anyone over Manny. And it is all kind of like to 
it's like a lot of Enid's conversations lately with Liz are just to give Liz a chance to be like, oh, yeah, Todd, <laughs> that guy, <laughs> Peter might be better. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we cut to the lecture where it's starting. We just hear a sort of <laughs> like almost like a grown up in um, Charlie Brown. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, he is saying actual words but it's in that kind of you know yeah. random monotonous uh, kind of yeah. monotonous way um, and Todd is like oh is this guy gonna talk all night and Liz rightly I mean he puts by the way Todd says this like in a full outdoor voice mm. not even a stage no. whisper <laughs> um, and Liz hisses at him no he's gonna break out his magic tricks any second and Todd despite the fact that he has gone to a lecture goes oh cool Oh God, yeah, he's a really like fidgety, like he's really bored. He's an absolute pain in the hole, like all the way through this. And it does he's remind not me of hiding like, it. No, not at all. Like he's really loudly bored <laughs> at yes. this thing. And it is a lot like there is an episode of Friends with a very similar scene to this, where <gasps> oh. Rachel and Ross go to like a a fashion lecture because you know this is Rachel's yes. job, and Ross is really annoying and falling asleep <laughs> and all this kind of stuff in it as well. And it is very like that. So, uh, yeah, after that, we cut to a classical music concert where in the middle of uh, of a piano uh, piece, um, Todd noisily asks Liz if she's hungry, then opens a bar of chocolate at like <laughs> a volume you would not think was possible. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, he's so noisy and so annoying. Although I did notice in this, it's like all the extras they had for the last scene. It's the same people just wearing different yeah. clothes and like yeah. moved around a bit <laughs> in the configuration. It's like, this is a totally different event. <laughs> I got to approve the, this budget uh, trimming idea. <laughs> I'm amazed they even had extras, visible extras at all, because they're usually just off stage going, oh, wait. <laughs> Go Wakefield. <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, the some, somebody in uh, evening uh, in, in, in evening clothes marches up and down the aisle and take clearly the pianist who has stopped playing mm. and takes the chocolate from Todd's hands and marches off. And then the music starts again. <laughs> um, so uh, that's two events that Todd has behaved like a <sighs> boar at. And then we got to the uh, cinema. <laughs> <laughs> And they are, and we can hear they are watching a French film, and we do hear somebody say, clearly in American, but say in French, "Ma uh, chérie, the Germans are coming. I must leave you." And, um, I can't make out what the girl says, but then this man is like, "I will see you after the war." And then, how the fucking he just like I'm actually worried about him now. God, yeah, it's getting to a worrying point at this stage for sure. Because uh, he just kind of looks at Liz, and again, he's like really like obnoxiously eating popcorn all the way through this, and he's like, "These guys are really hard to understand." And like Liz just has her head in her hands at this stage, and she's just like, "It's a foreign film." <laughs> oh my god! How did he not like? What, what did he think was happening? <laughs> they went in. So anyway, basically, he hasn't made a the slightest effort to you know even behave himself and shut up during any of the things Liz likes. Yeah. <laughs> then we cut to the Castell Wakefield. And again, Brittany Daniels is doing a <laughs> fantastic job in this uh in this scene. 
She's so funny because, yeah, we kind of it cuts to her and she's like horsing into a massive mug of coffee. There's like a load of fans set up on like the kitchen island, just blowing into her face. She has a bowl of cold, a bowl of cold water in front of her that she then like dunks her face into. And she's like, I can't sleep. I can't sleep. <laughs> she is a woman on a mission. <laughs> And like her face every time she emerges from the water is really is is quite a sight to behold. <laughs> um, so as she's sort of saying, I can't sleep, can't sleep, Liz blithely strolls in and says, Oh, same here. And says that, you know, she knows Todd is trying. I mean, easy. Um <laughs> but she knows they're moving in opposite directions. And Jessica is basically like clearly suffering from severe sleep deprivation and just says in a sort of blankly horrified tone I can't sleep but uh, Liz doesn't notice this and just continues to go on about Peter oh god yeah she kind of rambles on about how oh you know Peter we like the same things and we read the same books and we laugh together and can't remember the last time I laughed with Todd Uh, and she's kind of like god you know maybe I'm just holding on to the past what do you think Jessica and Jessica kind of looks across at her and she's like (laughs) No offense, Liz, but you're not the only one around here with problems. And right now, my right now my problem is you. You're putting me to sleep, and I can't sleep. It's delivered so well. It's great. And it's actually kind of amazing because, like, I have to say that when it started, um, old Brittany was a little bit more wooden, and mm. she has absolutely come into her own as a comedy actress like her she's her so facial expressions are really funny her timing is great mm. like she's she's just great fun to watch basically she is yeah no she's like they really oh my god when you think of that very first episode like they really have come on so much like they are just delightful now on screen seriously well speaking of delightful we cut to the moon beach where manny awaits enid who arrives in a extremely green outfit oh my god it's so great like it's really cute but it is so green literally everything is green i think even her watch strap is green Um, (laughs) and you can kind of see like there's a shot of her like just from from behind and you can see she's got like it's like a fluffy crocodile backpack on like it's so cute Well, Manny uh, rightly praises her and says he loves her, her, you know, how she dresses and uh, he loves her style. And Edith is delightful or is delighted and uh, mm-hmm. and delightful. Um, and then Manny says, and that's why I wanted to see you and reveals the real reason, which we could have oh. all seen coming. I mean, this is the thing. Yeah, he reveals him that the next, the following day uh, is his and Simone's one month anniversary and he wants to get her something really special. So he wants to know if Enid will help him pick something out for her. Because as we've established, boys in Sweet Valley are incapable of buying presents for girls or women in their lives without help. <gasps> well, that is a nice synergy with the book. So actually, that's quite True. good. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, as if to sort of like, you know, pour salt in the wound um, or twist the knife mm. he says to Enid uh, you know because like you've got great style and you sort of look like Simone so oh. you know clothes that you like will suit her oh no yeah and even when she does kind of sadly agree to this he's like thanks Enid you're such a great friend and it's really uh, just kind of like hammering her up for oh, Enid and her expectations seriously. for this evening yeah <sighs> Well, we cut to the inside of the moon beach where Lila um, is in a reverie and says, you know, there's part of the world where you can't even get the J. Crew catalogue. I mean, like Ireland. So, mm. you know, <laughs> she would not do well here. <laughs> she absolutely would not. 
But uh, Jessica's in the sleep. She's dozed off. Yeah, yeah. And Lila kind of shoves her to wake her up. When Jessica kind of snaps awake, she just goes, Shred! <laughs> and again, great comedic work here from Brittany. It's so funny. <laughs> well, Lila, who was also, I have to say, really is coming into her own. And mm. it's like, you're no use to me in this condition. It's time to pucker up. <laughs> Jessica's like, no, I can do it. I can stay awake. <laughs> then Lila hands her a tube and says, here's some industrial strength lip balm. Now go to the pool room and kiss the worm child. Push <laughs> red. Well, Jessica literally is wailing. You're so cruel. <laughs> it's for her own good. <laughs> Well, we cut to the pool room where Shred and uh, Winston are, you know, have cues in hand when sort of Jaws-esque music plays as Jessica (laughs) advances towards poor Shred. Oh, God. That's it. It is like my notes here were just like, knock off Jaws music, Jessica in doorway. (laughs) (laughs) So she looks at him and she's like, get over here, Batman. And Shred does a big like a comedy gulp. (laughs) Winston kind of puts his hand on his shoulder and he's like, the moment has finally arrived. <laughs> and Shred backs away saying, you've got the word gay. And Jessica again hilariously goes, you got that right. <laughs> but she keeps advancing. Oh God, yeah. It's it's gas because it's like they're kind of going in circles the way the camera work is kind of yeah. going here as well. So they're kind of like circling each other and he's kind of backing away the whole time. She's advancing. Um, he's like, no means no. I know I'm a righteous male specimen, but you... <laughs> But you've got to be strong. You've got to resist me. <laughs> I'm only going to dump you for a Baywatch, babe. <laughs> and well, so disgusted as she's listening to all <laughs> The thing is, like, you know, we take issues of consent mm-hmm. very seriously here. Yes. But this scene is so over the top yes. and ridiculous <laughs> that we cannot really be offended by it. It's true. Um, no, no one's in any real danger here. It's okay. <laughs> no. And... Uh, uh, shred and like holds up the the pool cue, and <laughs> Jessica's literally wailing. Why you? You're so repulsive, so vile. Just the sight of you makes me sick. And then she just plants a smacker on him and says, oh, "Don't come within five feet of me ever again." <laughs> She's so upset by the whole thing. And Lila's been there just watching on delighted. So she kind of turns around and she's like, maybe now I can get some sleep. And she's Aww. out of there. <laughs> Poor Shred is stunned. He is. Winston comes over like he's a boxing coach or something and is like patting his forehead with a towel. <laughs> Shred is like, that is why I never date. <laughs> oh, go to Enid Shred. Come on. Oh, be together. You'll be happy together. <laughs> well, we cut to the office and uh, Liz is pouring her heart out to an equally charmless in a different way, Peter. <laughs> um, he's just so oily. Like there's oh, something really yeah. sort of like smarmy about him. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he says, you know, or she says, it's not like the lecture, just the lecture or the symphony. Things have been different since we've returned from, uh, since she returned from LA. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, they literally are because he's a different person. He's a different person. It's a whole new face. <laughs> so she says, like, no matter how hard they try, I'm not trying very hard. Anyway, uh-huh. uh, it doesn't work. And uh, Peter offers his two cents. 
Yeah, he kind of, you know, he's like, well, you know, why are you, why are you fighting so hard to hold on to this relationship? Um, you know, if you guys have nothing in common and, you know, not a bad point in fairness. Mm, <laughs> but, true, um, true. but Liz is like, no, you know, we, we used to have fun together uh, and, you know, they, they used to enjoy each other's company, all this. And Peter's like, yeah, but, you know, you've changed and these things happen. So but Liz is like, you know, we can't break up. If, if I break up with him, he'll be crushed. But but Peter's like, well, you know, it might be time to move on. And in fairness, from an outsider's point of view, looking at Liz and Todd's relationship, it's like, you guys do not work together. Like, <laughs> if you're this miserable, maybe you should just let this go and, you know, see what else is out there. Also, you're 16 and so young, so it's fine. Uh, though at the same time, Peter is not an unbiased. Well, this is the thing. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, yeah. when it's coming from him, you know, it's with motive. But uh, exactly. But like, if if like if you could see their relationship and she was telling you all this, you would be kind of like, yeah, maybe it's time to let this one go. <laughs> oh, I literally am saying it right there. It's all my notes. Say, eh? let it go yeah. all the way down. <laughs> so Liz is like, oh yeah, you're right. Thanks for being such a good listener. And Peter says, so what now? And Liz makes her feelings clear. Oh boy. Yeah, and this is bad now. But uh, Liz oh. kisses him and then kind of, they have a kind of a, a quick kiss and then she they kind of pull away from each other and then she goes in again. So like, yeah, they're properly smooching now. And this mm-hmm. is very bad now from her, to be fair, because she hasn't broken up with Todd yet. So now no. she is actually cheating on him, which is also, very book Liz, to be fair. True. <laughs> Fucking hell, Ed as well. You know, you did, you did point out the object permanence thing. There you go. Think Todd exists now. <laughs> But also, they're in work. Oh, like, I know. You know what? Maybe it's past midnight again and there's fucking no one else around the open plan office. Fair. They've got it to themselves. <laughs> and then we cut what looks like the dream from the start of the episode. We see, a you know, a bowl mm-hmm. that's being held up to somebody's face. But who could be behind it? <laughs> this time it's Winston. <laughs> So, so it's him and actually the cut the kind of the the segue into this scene is quite good because like as Liz and Peter are kissing there's suddenly this kind of slurping noise and I was like oh that's yeah. weird yeah. but it's because we're cutting to this scene where, where Winston is uh, slurping from this cereal bowl uh, yeah and he kind of grins at the camera and he's like how about a little kiss sweetie <laughs> and of course Jessica wakes up screaming and oh, she no. is wearing the bed jacket in bed Oh, she is. You're right. (laughs) And that's the end of the Man of My Screams. There you go. (laughs) I just knocked my desk diary off my desk in in the excitement. (laughs) That was the loud thumping noise you might have heard. It was just talking about Winston saying how about a little kiss that just got too much. (laughs) (laughs) You just kicked everything off your desk in a frenzy. Well, uh, that was, uh, I mean, there were some great moments in this. Honestly, the the two lads turning up in the fedoras and trench coats was so unexpected and delightful. I was... (laughs) It's such a good time with that, and I and we did have some uh, some excellent shred shred moments. I mean, oh I think my my, uh, my favorite him was just... tasty garnish. <laughs> I just love him rollerblading around school, going goo goo Power Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's still just promotion for another show from the same creator, but like so funny. <laughs> Truly delightful. 
Oh, well, Pie Beat Alpha Sisters, what did you think of this uh, this lunacy? <laughs> um, did you enjoy it as much as we did? Are you still loving Shred? Uh, do let us know what you thought. You can, of course, find us at Twitter at SVH Podcast. You can send us an email at svhpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, we are on Instagram uh, at SVH Podcast, where uh, um, there were uh, Happiness Media made the point that the photo of the of Jessica and Delilah looking at their um, schedule for the workout video looked really, and it really did, looked like they were looking at pregnancy <laughs> test results, which uh, <laughs> made quite a lot of you uh, think that this would be a much more exciting <laughs> plot. Whoops. <laughs> I just really like the looks on their faces for that uh, particular screenshot. So yeah, it didn't even occur to me that it could be read that way. <laughs> um, Neri Siren pointed out that the, uh, the, the, when we said that the bar, you know, the low bar is in hell, mm. was an absolutely spot on summary of Liz's taste in guys. You have gods like Winston Koichi and Shred nearby and you choose this smarmy cartoon Neanderthal every time. <laughs> Good point. Very good point. I liked um, Jen B's Gill's uh, point about how it's funny that the Sweet Valley newspaper stays open late and yet the hospital shuts down ridiculously early. <laughs> I mean, nothing makes sense in this insane town. <laughs> Not a thing. And Bobbins and Buttons uh, shared some of her own early 90s work experience story. <laughs> Oh, God, yes. Uh, so <laughs> this was a flashback to her own uh, experience where her places at the local paper and photography studio fell through. Uh, so she reluctantly accepted a place at a hairdresser's. They tried to say I had to work from nine to six each day and one day from 9 a.m. until 9 p.m. Like the absolute fucking cheek. So her <laughs> mom rang them up and chewed them out for exploiting teenagers, then rang the school. I ended up in the school library for a week and a teacher complained about my tie-dye maxi skirt, <laughs> orange DMs and crocheted cardigan which actually sounds like a very Enid outfit <laughs> very much so very authentic 90s outfit though as hmm. we now know from uh, reading the last book uh, <laughs> the, the Sweet Valley teens would be like imagine if you showed up how crazy mom and dad would think it was if you oh wore a gauzy grunge dress imagine I think Orange Doc Martens would give the kids of Sweet Valley a heart attack so oh, they Jesus, wouldn't have been able yeah. for you <laughs> they really wouldn't have um, Katie Longstreth made a very good point about Todd, which is only con- you know confirmed by this week's episode. Mm, yes, she said that uh, honestly, the way Todd is being written slash portrayed is straight up abusive. Ah, the nineties when a possessive boyfriend was considered romantic and not a giant walking red flag. I don't know if Liz should jump into the arms of a forty-two-year-old intern, but she might want to talk to a counselor at Project Youth or something. And like, such a good point because, like, yeah, yeah, he comes off very controlling, and it is an extremely bad look for like a, yeah. a you know an aspirational relationship, which is usually the kind of vibe with those two. Yeah, now we do know from the blurbs that there is going to be some sort of breakup, but like, they may mm. get back together. So, you oh, know. they totally will. It's Liz and Todd. <laughs> Ugh, God, that was all. Maria Teresa Biblioteca uh, did some research and uh, discovered that, according to IMDb, John Jocelyn, the actor who plays the utterly adorable Shred, has done nothing, on screen at least, since Sweet Valley High. How? How is this possible? And I had uh, had also looked him up to see, you know, well, what's he doing hmm. now? Nothing to be found. Oh, man. Like, I hope he's like Koichi and is like super successful. In just a, in a completely in a different, different field. field. Yeah. 
I hope he's doing well because we're really enjoying him. We really are. He has been an absolute joy so far. And I'm sad that he only seems to be in one series. Uh, like he's not in season four. Oh, they keep doing this. <laughs> like bringing in a character that we're like, yes, this is great. And then they just disappear without any kind of warning or like follow up or explanation whatsoever. Well, news from Nihon said, oh, Shred is such a sweetie. I love that he's wearing a wool hat with a bobble in the eternal summer of Southern California. Also, I'm going to need a whole collection of fan fiction for all the dropped potential romance threads in this show. Still missing Koichi. Aren't we all? Oh, who isn't? Um... Also, Gem Loves Books made a really good point uh, that um, if, uh, you know, in, that the the workout was completely insane and said, who the heck can do 14 hours straight, though? You need buns of kryptonite, not buns of steel. <laughs> Very fair point. <laughs> and on the th- with the thought of buns of kryptonite, we will leave you, dear Pipey Tama sisters. Thank you so much for supporting us and uh, and our whole Sweet Valley universe. And we, <laughs> we hope you're enjoying the the PBA uh, exploration of the TV series as much as we are enjoying doing it. Um, as you might recall, we will not have a date with the Wolfman next week, but uh, I will be sharing my 20-year-old Sweet Valley High fanfic for your <laughs> enjoyment in inverted commas. Amazing. I it is called so <laughs> From Here to Sweet Valley and uh, it was my NaNoWeMo project in, I think, 2002. And then I did more in 2003, possibly 2004. But um, I I may not share the, the whole lot of it because I don't think anyone could read it in one go. But I'll share a chunk. <laughs> and if people like it, they can have some more at a later date. Amazing. Um, but yeah, we'll send a little a little reminder into your feed and you'll be able to find it on headstuffpodcasts.com next mm. Tuesday. Um so uh yeah, we will see uh we will see you back in the clubhouse in two weeks. Oh no, sorry. It'll be three weeks. So it'll be three yeah, because it's two weeks, so we'll be back on our werewolf nonsense. Yes. <laughs> and then in three weeks' time we'll be back here in the clubhouse. So yeah, we're just having to hit pause next week. Yes. But we will tide you over with some of Anna's <laughs> amazing fan fiction that I personally cannot wait to read. <laughs> well, we'll see you next week for From Here to Sweet Valley. <laughs> for that is the title of the fan fiction. Set Maybe. 10 years later, and I realized I did it in 2002 where I, when I had just turned 27. So I was basically like, I was writing about their grown up selves who are only the same age as me because I was basically still a child. Oh my God, a baby of 27. Yeah. So they were all meant to be 27. It was meant to be, or 28. It was meant to be like 10 years since they'd hmm. left. Like you Sweet had the Valley idea out. for Sweet Valley Confidential before they did Sweet Valley Confidential. Oh, long before. Mm. And if I say so myself, better because that would have been hard (laughs) (laughs) at least it was clear i was having fun which is more than you can say about the real thing um so yes we'll be heading in jessica's private jet the hershey bar to uh (laughs) from here to sweet valley next week and then in two weeks time we'll be back in the main feed where we go on a Jesus Christ. I know. Just, you have to try and deliver it seriously now is the thing. <laughs> I cannot believe we reached a stage where this is our outro, where we are saying we'll see you in two weeks, where we find out what happens when the twins, won't say which or how, go on a date with a wolf man. Fantastic. What the fuck? <laughs>
Seriously, like how? How have we crossed this this point of no return into Crazy Town? It has come to this, and I, for one, am delighted. <laughs> I mean, I'm loving it, but um, I, I am, uh, I am just. Uh, it, it just seems like it's a long way from Tennis Girl. Honestly, like Jade Wu trying to do her little dance recital just seems a million miles away now at this stage. Sorry, I actually got it wrong. It is not a date with a wolf man. It is simply a date with a werewolf. They've got it all out there. (laughs) Even better. (laughs) So yeah, that's happening in two weeks. But we will see you back in the clubhouse in three weeks' time (laughs) when, I guess, Liz asks one of her suitors, are you a man or a mouse? See you then, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.